Hello, this is Colin Parker, and you're listening to EQ&A. EQ&A is a premier podcast of interviews and panels with music and entertainment industry professionals. These are done in a weekly forum at Loyola University, New Orleans. This episode features a short interview with the band Brother Hawk, interviewed by Mike Twillman, followed by a performance by the band of a couple of their numbers. In the interview, the points of conversation include things such as getting started, touring, and booking some pretty major events without the use of a larger management firm. And so let's get started. I hope you guys enjoy this tonight. This is a great, great band all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I met them years ago when I first opened Gasa. One of them was in a band back then called Mississippi Shakedown. Um, they're now called, well, this is the new band he's in, called Brother Hawk. They've been around since 2005. And uh, just got done with a two-night run at House of Blues with Blackberry Smoke, and they were kind enough to stick around in town and come be here for part of Forum tonight. So let's bring them on out. Come on, Brother Hawk. Come on, guys. My guy. Turn them on, yeah. Oh, there you go. All right, all right, guys. So we're just gonna do uh, a quick little 10, 15 minute question thing here, trying to change up a little bit of the format for forum. So we're gonna sit down, and I'm gonna ask them a couple of questions. And if anybody's got some uh, form after I do, feel free. And then uh, they're gonna play us a little set, and then we're gonna stop right before the end and open it up for another question or two before we uh, close for the night. So um, let's get it started. So. Right before you guys came out, you know, I just let them know, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, 2005, you guys been around since. Um, let's just start with your names. Let's go from here. Yeah. I'm JB. Is this, is this working? I don't know. It's not. Yeah. Pass them along. How about this one? Uh, how about that one? How's that? No? All right, maybe we'll skip the names and I'll pass you the mic when I'm done asking the question. How's that sound? We'll go from there. No biggie. Um, oh, oh, oh. Ah, there you go. Shit, shit. I'm JB Brissendine. I sing and play guitar. I got it. So James Fettigan, I play bass. I'm Alan, I play the drums. I'm Nick Johns Cooper, and I play the keys. Right on. So, uh, as I said, you guys started in 2005. 2010. Uh, 10. Okay. Um, I've no... Alan from, from back in the day from a different band. And so uh, you've obviously had a couple different members over the years. Um, tell us about uh, you know, getting things started and, and what it took to, to really get yourselves moving and, and touring a lot. I know you guys, not only do you get out there almost every weekend and tour here in the States, but uh, I know you've done a couple of runs in Europe. And uh, pretty much up until this point, you've been all independent, right? All of it on your own. That's, uh, I gotta say, that's, that's absolutely no easy feat for the amount of dates that I've seen you guys do every year and the shows that you get. To get yourself on two nights with Blackberry Smoke at House of Blues without some big dog agent making the deal happen, that's impressive in and of itself. So just tell us a little bit about that, like what the, the, the scratching at things, you know? Thanks for noticing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just, we started slow. We just started writing songs in 2010. We, did, we didn't really play a show or release anything till like 2011, you know? The whole idea the entire time has just been like looking towards longevity, you know? Like trying to start it slow and just what, only what we can do at the time and started venturing out of town like in 2012, 13, or just doing random weekends. And then just as 
things build and we got more attention like through videos or just things that we put out online or whatever, you know, we uh, just started doing it more regularly, more places that we could get traction and we could actually go and play a show and have people show up and really just doing everything that we possibly can. Like that's what it's about when you do it yourself, you know, you just have to think, always be thinking, what else can I do? Like, what can I do now? Who else can I call? Who else can I email? Where could we go? Where do I know someone? It's just a constant question of that and just trying to do it. Just wake up every day and do it. Absolutely. And there's always that balance of uh, time put in on the road versus time at home, making ends meet, you know, right. paying the rent, paying the bills. Absolutely. You know, what, what have you, you know, I'm sure uh, we had Tank of the Bangas here on this last one and, and we learned that Tank worked at IHOP, you know, while she was doing things, stuff like that. I'm sure you guys, how's, how's that been? Is it still managing some of that even to this day? I work tomorrow. So. <laughs> yeah. Case in point. There's, 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 a, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, any, uh, any advice for uh, packing up, throwing things in the back of a van and, and making it work between four people on the road day in and day out? That's, that's not easy. I've, I've been there. And uh, it's tight quarters, and things can get uh, interesting. Yeah, you know, you just, you have to really, really want to do it. You know, it can't be, and everyone has to. There can't be someone who just only kind of wants to do it, because it's, that's not going to cut it. It's not going to last. It's not going to make them, you know, step up when things are tough between everybody or whatever's going on, you know? Like, you just have to really want to do it all the time you know you have to want it more than you want anything else or most other things at least because it's like a sacrifice you know you sacrifice everything else to go do it so it, it has to be the most important thing for you in a sense or it's just not going to work absolutely well said well um wanted to get to a, kind of a, a cooler question i know you guys like like i said just did the two nights of blackberry smoke is there what was uh anybody got any favorite parts of the weekend that uh was cool or any good stories? What was, how'd, how'd that weekend go? Everything was good? The weekend's been great. The shows, <laughs> the shows, the shows were awesome. Uh, we've been eating Parkway Po' Boys three days in a row. Yeah. So that's a highlight. Big time. Beignets. Yeah. <laughs> Basically just food. A lot of food. That's what a lot had, of bands say cake, when they get they to They had king town. cake backstage, so. Yeah. We got to work on that. We need some king cake, guys. Can we do that? Yeah. Slacking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, I don't want to waste too much more time. Go ahead and let you guys play. But, but before we do, has anybody got a song, uh, song, a question before they do get play into some songs? Yeah, we got one right over here. How did you get your name? Oh, there you go. Uh, we got our name um, from my parents, uh, actually. My, my dad is... Native American and my parents are just really like in tune with nature all the time. So any animal, especially like a wild animal, was always brother this, sister that. And brother hawk was always one that just stuck out of my mind. It's sounding really cool. <laughs> and uh, I actually had that name for a few years before we even started this band. I was just like, whatever band I'm gonna do next, I'm gonna call it Brother Hawk. So that's where that name came from. How would you want to? Great question, by the way. <laughs> got time for one more? Anybody else? I got one right there. You see one up there? There you go. Yeah, I'm just curious. So, when you guys are uh, planning to go to a city y'all ain't never been to, when do you feel when do you feel comfortable going to a new city? All the time. You just even 
even if you don't know anyone there, you just have to get your foot in the door. And as long as you don't suck, you have to go in there and do your thing and turn everyone. So maybe you you turn two people that bring two people with them the next time and you go from playing in front of five people to 10 people to hopefully, you know, whatever. But you just have to go and sometimes you have to eat it if it's, you know, six people there and the six people that are there are the two other bands that you're playing with. So you just have to get out there and do it or it's not going to happen. So for, for example, the first time we ever came and played New Orleans, we played for Mike yeah. and like six other people in a barbecue spot. And we obviously turned Mike, and now we're here talking to y'all and getting filmed, and we played the House of Blues. And it's just, you know, you have to just be willing to go and do things if you're confident in what you do. You know, we know that wherever we go and play, someone is going to see it, and it's going to connect with them. And, and that might be the connection that we need, and it might just be a small thing, but it all counts when you're, like, trying to do it on your own. Great question. Glad you asked, by the yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to go ahead and elaborate on that a little bit. Uh, that, that foot in the door you mentioned, Alan, like, yeah. I always find you got to straddle the line between persistent and downright annoying or even, you know, inappropriate. You don't want to be annoying, though, you know. <laughs> that, I've had several people that have had choice words with me about leaving them alone. So you have to teeter that line of, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've been on both sides where you're fielding emails all day long and... Yeah. It, it, the volume is so much inquiry wise you got anything you can find and just weed something out you you tend to so yeah. those memorable impressions they seem to, to really help and the the willingness to work within the confines of whatever the show may be that the venue has or whatever the you know the type of room that it may be being willing to you know maybe let's say compromise on what your typical set may involve you know so uh, well cool um, well, great. Well, let's, uh, let's get to the music portion of this. I know we'll have a couple people come up and strike these uh, couches real quick for us. And uh, we'll go from there, guys. Awesome. Awesome, man.
Uh, thank y'all so much, man. Get some more of my guitar and his drum wedge, please. Keep it going. This one's called Good as Gold.
Thank you. This one's called West Asheville Sea.
Thank y'all. Mr. Nick Johns on the organ over here, y'all. Let's hear it for him one time. That fires me up every time.
Thank you so much. EQ&A is brought to you by Loyola University New Orleans and the Scavengers Network. Episodes like this are truly a blessing because we get to not only hear from the artists kind of how they perfect their craft and how they go out in the world and do what it is that they do best, but then we get to sort of get a taste of you know, after the all that behind-the-scenes stuff happens, what happens once they hit the stage? So thank you to Brother Hawk for both the interview and the performance. And thank you for joining us here on EQ&A. From Loyola University, New Orleans, this is Colin Parker, and we'll see you next week. Yeah.